in this episode of the Venus Cuckolders podcast. Today, I'm going to sit down with some friends and discuss one of the most common reasons why women reject the idea of this kind of relationship is a lack of sexual self-confidence. So we're going to talk about what exactly that means and how husbands can help their wife to feel confident and embrace this kind of lifestyle. What if the guy that we met didn't like me? What if I wasn't hot enough? And I also wondered why Mr. Rose wanted me to sleep with other men in the first place. Mm -hmm. She has to be comfortable. She has to, you know... A 10-inch stick would terrify me. Well, it might not terrify me so much anymore. But, but, you know, if that was my first time out and that was our pillow talk, it totally would terrify me. The idea might, like, turn me on in the moment, but when it came to reality and I saw that in front of me, I'd be like, where am I going to put that? And one thing you must never forget, marvel her and give her your wholehearted compliments. You know, tell her... That you just find her so fucking hot, so attractive, and just stare at her across the room. Like, just make her feel your gaze. All right, there's one thing that I have not mentioned that I think is absolutely crucial for women to gain confidence. And it has nothing to do with men. (laughs) It has everything to do with other women. Welcome to the Venus Cuckolders podcast, a place to learn all things cuckolding for the curious, the passionate, and the sexually empowered woman who wants it all. Make sure you go to venuscuckoldress.com to subscribe to the podcast and check out the Venus blog. And of course, if you love it, share it. Now, sit back, make yourself comfortable, and enjoy the show with your host, Venus. Welcome to this episode of the Venus Cuckoldress Podcast. I'm your host, Venus. Thank you so much for joining me. This episode is going to be pretty cool. I'm joined with a couple of friends in the studio to talk about women's confidence and why this is so important when it comes to whether or not a woman will embrace this kind of relationship, a loving cuckolding relationship, or if she'll run in the other direction. It's going to be pretty interesting. I hope you love it. Before I get into that, I just have a few announcements to make. The first being that venusconnections.com, the matchmaking service for single women and single men looking for a loving cuckolding relationship, is really, really great. And it's totally taking off. So I just want to say that I have had the opportunity to meet some amazing single men and really, really great single women in this lifestyle. So if you're interested in finding out some more information about Venus Connections, you can go to venusconnections.com. A couple of other things that are new, I've had the opportunity to be 
featured in a couple of magazines recently. One is called scandalouswoman.com. And that one was pretty cool. I was interviewed um, by one of their staff. And it was just a really fun, fun experience. So if you go to scandalouswoman.com, you'll be able to read that interview. And the second one was a magazine called Lifestylers Magazine. And that one you can go to lifestylersmagazine.com. And that one was actually pretty cool because I did a photo shoot for the cover of that magazine, but I also did some other photos for the actual article inside. So it was a lot of fun to do. It was fun to do the photo shoot. It was also really fun to write that article about my journey um, and what it's been like. So that was a lot of fun. And last but not least... Uh, this week I was able to, oh my God, I was so fucking excited. I was able to help Dan Savage write a response to one of the uh, people who wrote into his column, Savage Love. So a lot of you people I know have heard about his column because it's been around forever. And it's one of like the most syndicated columns around the world. It's called Savage Love. So I was able to chime in on an answer for one of the um, one of the questions that came in. And it was regarding, funny enough, cuck queen angst. (laughs) So that was a lot of fun. You can check that out. I'll post the link in the show notes for today. All right. Now that's it for news. Let's get started with my conversation with my girlfriends today to talk about sexual confidence in women. Here we go. So today in studio, I have two beautiful ladies joining me to talk a little bit about confidence in women and how we can increase the confidence that women may have when it comes to sexuality and open relationships, hot wifing, cuckolding, but hey, let's say cuckolding for today. All right. So joining me, I have my very good friend, Chloe. Chloe's been my BFF for fucking ever. We've had all sorts of wild and wonderful experiences together. (laughs) And I also have the Lana Rose in studio with me today. So the Lana Rose has a podcast and she'll be talking a little bit about that later on. But I've, uh, she's been one of my very good friends as well for a very long time. In fact, we were talking about it this morning saying, how long has it been? And I think it's been like seven years. Yeah. Eight, maybe. I don't even know. Time flies when you're having fun. So, <laughs> all right. Do you want to say hello to all the listeners? Hi there, listeners. Hi, everyone. Okay, so for today's episode, like I said, it's all about building self-confidence in women when it comes to sexuality. And the reason why I wanted to bring this up is because I've had a lot of women contact me over the years and say, look, my husband has brought up this cuckolding fantasy to me and he wants me to fulfill this fantasy for him. I'm fucking terrified. I don't know if this is something that I could actually do. So... This is going to be a bit of a learning curve for the boys and the men out there because 
I think that there's a, a side to this, the female perspective that you just don't understand. And so we are going to talk about that today and how we can address that and how husbands can help support their wife when it comes to self-confidence. Because let's face it, it's a big barrier when it comes to opening up a marriage to non-monogamy or cuckolding. So let's get started. So let's say the typical example is this couple's been married for fucking what seems like ever. And <laughs> it's been a monogamous relationship. Let's say it's been wonderful. It's been great. Nothing tremendous has been wrong with it. Sex life is decent. Very, you know, usual, predictable, that sort of thing. And uh, she's quite happy with that the way it is. And then he brings this up and she's like, Oh my God, you know, why do, why do I want to change something that's already good? This seems like a pretty good thing that I've got going on. The thought of changing that is terrifying for women. So when you're in something that's been comfortable for a long time, asking her to change that is pretty terrifying. So Venus, have they had children or not in oh, this relationship? That's the thing. So <laughs> a lot of times a woman's body will change and her role in the relationship changes and her self-identity changes. She goes from like, you know, sexy little hot thing to a mama whose body has changed. And, you know, she's focusing 24-7 on other people and not on herself. So there's that as well. So basically, bringing this up to a woman is fucking terrifying for a lot of women. So men, when you're when you're wondering why your wife has had this knee-jerk reaction of like, no, I'm not doing that. There's several reasons involved, but confidence is definitely one of them. Okay, so I'm going to start with you, uh, Lana. So what are some things that you have maybe tried in the past or that have worked well for you when it comes to increasing your own sexual confidence? Because you're in a relationship that is open, right? Yeah, we are. We, um, Mr. Rose and I are actually, we call ourselves hot wife couple, but, um, we do like play with couples as well, but we find that difficult because four people have to get along rather than they're just the one. So I like to go out and meet guys that my husband's quite happy with me seeing. And he likes that because he likes to see me happy. But to be confident in that, it took a while. I was kind of scared to start with and I had to do some internal thinking because what if the guy that we met didn't like me? What if I wasn't hot enough? And I also wondered why Mr. Rose wanted me to sleep with other men in the first place. Mm -hmm. It's kind of a tricky, yeah. tricky thing to like think about. This skepticism is a huge part of women rejecting this idea of, you know, fulfilling this fantasy for their partner. It really is. Like she's thinking, you know, does he want to sleep with other women? Is this his like backdoor way of trying to sneak into that? Or, you know, does he not love me? That's why he wants me to fuck other people. Like this doesn't make sense to me. So that kind of mental aspect is a big barrier. But for sure, wondering if you're, you know, attractive to other people, to other men, wondering if you feel, you know, sexy anymore. <laughs> These kind of things. Wondering if you have like the skills to be slutty like 
<laughs> well, I'm quite lucky in the fact that I've always been a bit of a slut. <laughs> yeah. So I'm lucky in that way. But yeah, we were monogamous for a while and then having kids. But I guess we kind of started out where I do like girls. I am bisexual. So he broached the subject about sort of bringing a girl into our relationship or me playing with a girl and having a girlfriend. And that was always, you know, on the cards and open for me. And obviously talking about it, like when we would have sex together, we would quite often just talk about what I would like another guy to do to me before it even became a reality, Mm. which was great because then you get those feelings, you get, you, you end up being like, Oh, I get feisty. <laughs> so No, and, you don't say. No. <laughs> but yeah, so I can get totally feisty when in sex and especially when he starts talking about what another guy will do to me while he's doing something to me. Um, and I know that's not necessarily like confidence when you go out to meet somebody, but certainly in the bedroom with your partner and you see the difference that the sex is with someone you love. And, you know, he might not get feisty like I do, but he certainly gets more turned on just at the thought of me being with someone else. So then it sort of breed, you know, it bred the intrigue into what would actually happen if he saw me with someone else. Mm. So, so talking about it helps to, I guess, pique your curiosity about what that would actually be like. Is that right? Yeah. That's, that's kind of where we went with it for a little while Mm. because I was like, Oh no, I don't know. It feels like cheating, you know, especially going off and being on your own because there's lots of different dynamics you can play with, like having them in the room, doing a video while they're there. And, you know, we've tried a few of the different dynamics out there. And, you know, we both have different preferences, I'm sure. But definitely talking about it to start with, it lets you know how far you'd kind of think about going. Oh, I like that. (laughs) The possibilities. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I also like the suggestion of like, you know, involving a woman instead of a man into your relationship when it comes to, I guess, your first steps into non-monogamy. I think that for women, that might feel a little bit easier. Um, I don't know. It just seems like that for me. I could be entirely wrong, but that was kind of my uh, stepping stone into like my, what, what would you call it? My slutty stage of my life but that was my whole life but I'm the extra slutty stage of my life the ethical slutty bit that something or other well that was ours as well like I'd been married before and I'd had a threesome with a girlfriend and it was the usual kind of girl thing you get drunk on a night out you end up kissing in the bathroom then you know you go out again another time And you bring her home. And it was kind of funny. And I wouldn't call it a threesome. But, well, he was there, basically, and trying to touch her. And I remember her saying, no, not you. (laughs) Fuck off. Not you. So I wouldn't exactly call it a threesome either because she was interested in me. But it rekindled my love of women. But I didn't really do anything with it until I met Mr. Rose. And he was all for that. And he'd actually suggested I have a threesome with him and a previous girlfriend because we've been friends for a a lot of years prior to getting together romantically um yeah so he suggested girls and we went to a social and it was definitely like me psychologically I was definitely like uh, don't do anywhere without me like don't do anything with anybody without me right and then I was the one that he caught around the back of the bathroom snogging a girl (laughs) (laughs) on my own without him there (laughs) Surprise. (laughs) 
So Chloe, how was like your first experience or anything like that? Well, similar to your story, my first experience with was also with uh, a woman, and um, I reached out to her through Craigslist, and she also did not have any experience with other women. I don't know if she does. Oh no, she's. <laughs> Yeah, and that gives away the secret yeah. of who the woman is. <laughs> uh, so we decided to go on this journey and experience all these um, other dynamics. Did you feel more comfortable meeting a girl from like Craigslist? Absolutely, because I was terrified of meeting a guy and not knowing if I would be safe or not. Um, meeting a girl, you know, most likely she wouldn't come after me or anything like that. Won't it be a serial be, killer. <laughs> yeah, less intimidating. And, you know, because I'm a very shy person, I would say, and well, kind of. <laughs> I do remember the first night I met you, Chloe. You didn't seem that shy. <laughs> well, that's because <laughs> I had a few drinks, you know. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, but that's a good example of what, like, helps increase confidence. Like, a few drinks is kind of nice to have but you don't yeah. want to be drunk that people can take advantage I guess as oh, well and yeah, I agree and especially with like it, when you're going to meet guys as a hot wife or a cuckold situation you don't want to be drunk and have someone take advantage of you or not be aware of your space and your situation and you don't want to feel coerced into a situation that your husband's like set up I like the fact that Mr. Rose sets up situations for me like when I've been back in the UK, he's arranged places for me to be, which is kind of nice. Um, and also here in Vancouver, and, you know, I have told a story of a time Venus and I went out and my husband was the one that encouraged that. Hey guys, guess what? I have found something pretty amazing. It is a natural way for you to get better erection strength, quality, and firmness, all things I know you want. And it also gives you better performance and stamina in the bedroom. Mm-hmm. And as a bonus, it benefits your overall cardiovascular and sexual health. It's called Joy Mode. And I love the name. It's a sexual performance booster, and it's made with science-backed ingredients. It's like a pre-workout supplement, but for the bedroom. So whether you're amping up the heat with the wife in the bedroom or you're going for gold <laughs> in a marathon session at a hotel takeover event, this supplement has to be part of your routine, part of the checklist. You can learn more and order yours at usejoymode.com. And if you enter the code VENUS, you get 20% off. So that's usejoymode.com. Go ahead, get yours. Thank me later. So definitely starting out with women is a lot easier than it is starting out with like some random dude, for sure. And it, I totally get the safety part of it. Like for me to meet up with a woman... I'm not afraid of what's going to happen. And I feel like I can talk to her like a fucking normal woman. Like, <laughs> I don't have to. And we were talking earlier about this, like, awkward part where you walk in. There is this expectation of sex. You have this, you know, expectation of, okay, you got to make a little bit of small talk. And then at some point you got to start. 
getting it on. And it's like fucking awkward as shit. I would way rather do that with a woman than a man. (laughs) You don't seem to get that awkward moment with girls because we do just get on better. And the only sort of thing that I'd query with some of the women in like the lifestyle or trying to experience that is if they're not bisexual, but you could still go and meet another woman in that space just to talk to them and find out their experiences as well. Mm-hmm. Because then you can just relax and there is no sexual expectation. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And one more thing that I think is really, really important. I think that you ladies will agree is um, taking it slow and Timing is so fucking important with this because, like I said, the husband brings it up to the wife, kind of blindsides her like, you know, hey, I want you to go fuck some random dudes because I get really turned on by it. She's like, holy fuck, go away. Like, I don't want to ever talk about this ever again. And a lot of that, like I said, has to do with, you know, her confidence, like she and her comfort zone. So maybe before bringing it up to her, there is some things that you can do that might help her be more receptive to this idea of exploring her sexuality and framing it as exploring her sexuality rather than I want you to fulfill my fantasy is important. So Chloe, I just want to talk to you a little bit about some suggestions that you might have about that. I think it really starts with the husband laying the foundation by making her um, feel really confident about herself. And one is to show her how much he loves her and just spoiling the fuck out of her because that is what she deserves. And she deserves it anyways, because look how much she does for you. And having said that, um, he should really make the effort to take that first step and and spoil her by taking out to dinner, taking her out on a shopping spree, do the things that you know that she loves. And then this will take time. Slowly, she'll build her confidence back. And that's key because it's you're, you're never going to take the next step until she has that confidence. So you need to open that door and you need to let her tell you when she's she's ready. And you can't push this because it's just going to blow in your face. Absolutely, that is it. And not expecting anything in return. Like this is not a negotiation. This is not anything like that. Spoil the fuck out of her. Get her to really love herself, you know, get to know herself again. Do everything that you can to help promote that and not expect anything in return, okay? So it's not like... You know, you're asking for anything else just for her to be incredibly happy and know that you love her a lot. And find her sexually attractive. Yes, yes, yes. Lay that foundation. Yeah. Before you dive into the whole, I want you to go fuck some dudes. (laughs) Well, she's not going to be comfortable doing that if she feels self-conscious fucking you, the love of her life, is she? That's exactly it. And so that is the other huge part is body image. And this can be, you know, a really big hindrance, a big, big barrier for this kind of lifestyle. Because let's face it, like we said before, our bodies change with having kids and everything like that. And just over time, and you might not feel sexy anymore. And for women who are faced with the idea of, oh, my God, I have to go meet random guys, like, is this guy going to find me attractive? Is he going to find me sexy? Um, what if he doesn't? 
you know, that's pretty scary. And so trying to build self-confidence about the body that you have right now is important. A lot of guys will think like, oh, I should just encourage her to go to the gym and lose weight and everything like that. No, just encourage her to love her body the way it is right now and not to pressure her to change that unless she wants to. So men, listen up because that's a really good tip. Yeah. And I also think like, it's not just necessarily body, it's being confident with your sexuality. We lose that. You know, we have it when we're teenagers. We go out there, and, you know, especially if you're like Venus and I, we're not so shy like Chloe and we have a lot of sex even before we got married. We openly admit we were slutty, but we've, you know, I've had children and I lost my sexual, like I lost the desire to have sex and I didn't feel sexy for so long. My body's changed, like Venus mentioned, but I'd stopped even playing with myself and masturbating and finding out what I find sexy now and what turns me on and what gives me an orgasm and also like the different types of orgasm we can have. And, you know, what happens when you're with a different guy and he doesn't do the same thing as your husband that you've been with for years? Are you still going to find that hot? Or is it just going to be going through the motions for your husband's fantasy? Yeah. What if this guy does stuff that your husband doesn't do and you're just not familiar with it. You don't feel confident in it. So sexual skills, wondering about sexual skills is definitely something that women, we think about, but we don't talk about that to our husbands or boyfriends or whatever. Honestly, that's something that we worry about, but we don't talk about that. It's not like I'm going to sit there and be like, oh, you want me to fuck some random dudes? Well, I'm not super confident on my blowjob skills. So I don't really know about that. It's not like we say that, <laughs> but we are thinking about it. You know? And you would hope your husband doesn't tell you you give a shit blowjob. Yeah. <laughs> and like, it took me years to ask Mr. Rose, like, have you ever had a shit blowjob? Is there such a thing as a shit blowjob? Oh, there is. And there is. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. I've been told there is. So, you know, I know there's bad pussy eating and like. Well, yeah. And and for sure, when you're dealing with the idea of sleeping with somebody else who's new, um, you, you have to wonder, what will they think of me in bed? And I think it's not until you actually take those first few steps that you realize like, okay, I'm going to be okay with this. You know, if I'm not super confident with blowjobs, because I was there, I think every woman is there at some point in her life where she's just like, you know, I don't know if I'm all that good. (laughs) Yeah, I was kind of lucky. I got a message from an ex like five years down the line. Really? Still the best blowjob I've ever had. Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. So then I got super confident and we were in the lifestyle. So that just even bolstered my confidence even more. So guys, come on, give the girls some credit where it's due too. Totally. (laughs) Yeah. And I, well, you know, I think every guy is different too. I've just, I've had like given a guy a blowjob before and just not felt like, afterwards I was like, you know what? That sucked. Like I just gave a shitty ass fucking blowjob. Like that sucked. (laughs) (laughs) I feel bad for him. (laughs) And yet like the next guy that I was with, it was amazing. Like I was clearly into it in a different way with him. So it totally is different per person. So even if you have fucking tremendous blowjob skills, which... I don't think any of us do, but... um. (laughs) That's something to remember as well. Like if the experience when you do venture out and do the first time, if it's not the best, it is no representation of you. 
or your skills. Yeah. And remember that, like, because everybody is different. The things that you like are different. The things that they like are different. And if you're going to meet the same play partner along, you know, like for a long time, it could work out that you get to know what people like, like you have done your husband. Yes. But if you're going to do the one-off things, you shouldn't really expect it to be mind-blowing the first time. Hey, did you know that there's a -a one-of-a-kind matchmaking service for cuckolding and female-led relationships? Venus Connections is a private service for single men and single women who want a loving cuckolding relationship. And now there's a new separate FLR program too. There's no scrolling through profiles or sharing photos with members. It's totally private. And the dates are blind dates too. Included in the program is a three-week course and an interview with me. So join now at venusconnections.com and use the code Top tier 2024 for 40% off the top 1% membership. That's venusconnections.com. Make 2024 the year that you get the relationship of your dreams. Absolutely. And if you are worried about your skills in one specific aspect of sex, then it's entirely fine for you to set some boundaries on that for your experiences. Just be like, you know what? I'm not willing to go there right yet. Like, let's just fucking take that off the table. Like, no blowjobs. Sorry. (laughs) Well, that's the key to it all in any aspect of like the lifestyle dynamic, especially this you do need to communicate with your partners like what you're comfortable with. And that's your husband plus the guy you're going out to meet or the girl you're going out to meet. Yeah, Really communicate what you're happy with, what you're comfortable with, whether it's just drinks the first time, whether you're happy to play the first time, if you have any hard boundaries. And, you know, things that do concern women a lot more, I feel, are the emotional sort of context of meeting someone new. Yes. Because sex for women or most women, historically, has been way more emotional, or there's definitely more of an emotional emotional attachment to sex for women. Yeah, for a lot of women have trouble um, separating sex and love. And yeah, so that would be a big thing for sure. When you're asking well, husbands, when you're asking your wife to have casual sex with some random dude, you are asking her to separate sex and love, which she probably hasn't done ever. That's absolutely true yeah I've been through that terrifying (laughs) yeah terrifying I don't know I never really had that issue but um I know that's atypical yeah I mean the usual response is like this is going to be very very difficult and this is why women wonder okay why does my husband want me to fuck other men like does he not love me anymore this is the this attachment to sex and love it's like no split that shit right down the middle Yep. And it takes some of us a bit longer than others. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it really does. When we, we are- talked about like introducing a woman being a gentle way of um, like a, another woman into it, like a threesome or something like that, being a gentle way of, you know, opening up your marriage. So that is definitely important and setting boundaries on what you, what she's comfortable with is important. But Above all of that, it goes back to, I think, what Chloe was saying in that showing her that you love her 
by allowing her to have the freedom to spend time and money on herself to really have that confidence to go there. But for husbands, let me just tell you, it's so important for you to leave it up to the woman to make these decisions about how she would feel comfortable doing something. That means leaving out your fucking expectations. Drop that shit at the door. Don't bring it up when you talk about your fantasy at all. And what I'm talking about with that is you saying, oh, I'd really like to see you with a guy with a 10-inch dick. And I really want him to be ripped. And it'd be so, wouldn't it be so hot if he was like so good looking and like so, you know, stamina of a fucking stallion and all of this sort of stuff. Do not, I know you think that that's good that you're telling her because it's so hot and everything like that. Do not bring that shit up because that what that automatically does is put this like huge weight of expectation on your shoulders. And she's like, okay, not only do I need to be your own personal fucking porn star to fill out this fucking fantasy of yours. I I have to be some sort of sex goddess kitten that's going to fucking perform. But I also have to find this guy who you will approve of because this is you, what you want. And she's left with all of this weight of expectation on her shoulders. And none of it is her doing this for her. But that's where the guys have to let go a little bit. And let the woman take control, like Chloe said as well. Yeah. But t- let the, Do it what, from the beginning. Yeah. Let her choose. Yes, if you have say, some say, some, you know, some people can have veto power, but don't put those expectations on her and don't expect anything from it. And, yeah. you know, That's- she has to be comfortable. She has to, you know, a 10 inch dick would terrify me. And it's not going to be the first thing that, you know, well, it might not terrify me so much anymore but but you know if that was my first time out and that was our pillow talk it totally would terrify me yeah the idea might like turn me on in the moment but when it came to reality and I saw that in front of me I'd be like where am I gonna put that yeah and that's not hot that's not making me feel confident that's not making me feel sexy yeah and if you're with some guy who's like ripped like completely ripped, I would be worried about like, what does he think of my body? Oh, I have a mummy tummy and I would be like, oh my God, I'm going to hide this. And I wouldn't be like, I wouldn't go like crazy like I normally do and get feisty because I'd be too restrained and like. So husbands, I think you need to take that into consideration when you're talking about your fantasy to women about what kind of expectations and fears this puts into her just by bringing those things up. So just ditch those all together and just focus on having her do this for herself, like boosting her self-esteem, really giving her what she wants and needs to feel good about herself. I mean, how many of us women have been in a long-term relationship where you at some point say, I feel like I've lost myself? Especially oh, after motherhood. 100%. I feel like I've lost myself. The first step for you husbands to get your woman to do this for you, which she will do for herself. Shut up about you. But um, <laughs> the first step is to get her to know herself again. And one thing you must never forget, marvel her and give her your wholehearted compliments. You know, tell her that you just find her so fucking hot. 
so attractive and just stare at her across the room. Like just make her feel your gaze because that is what she really wants from you. You are the one who will set that tone for her. Yeah, no, I totally agree. You, she's, you know, the wife should be the queen. Exactly. You know, you're her king as a husband, but you'll get to watch her or hear about her with other people, but she always comes back to you. And you have got to make sure she feels super confident coming back as well. Absolutely. All right. There's one thing that I have not mentioned that I think is absolutely crucial for women to gain confidence. And it has nothing to do with men. (laughs) It has everything to do with other women. And that's connect with a woman or women, friends, acquaintances, whatever, who you feel comfortable sharing all of your sexual stuff with. And that's exactly what I did. That's exactly what the two of you did. And we have this circle of girlfriends who we can talk to about all of this. And that helps a lot because like I said earlier, there's a lot of stuff we do not talk to the men in our lives about at all. And so having that group, having that circle of of friends who you can be open with and honest about with this sort of stuff is absolutely crucial to increasing confidence. A hundred percent. Yeah. You know, you go into the mummy circles or the work circles in your in your normal lives and you don't talk to people about this thing. So having that circle of friends that you can talk about this stuff and it be normal and it be just another sexual experience or another thing that happens in your life that, you know, it doesn't take over your life, but it's fine to share with friends and they're doing similar things. You build your confidence. You just go out for drinks with them. It is hugely important. It really is. I think almost eclipses all of the other suggestions we had about building confidence. It really starts with women. And so earlier, and I recognize that earlier this year, I did create a private women's group um, for women to, you know, have that connection to other women who are sexually open-minded, curious, experienced, everything in between, and just having somebody to ask questions and have them help answer them. Or um, if you're concerned about something or how do I do this? How do I do that? How do I flirt with someone again? Like, no, you've been married 20 years. You forget that. Yeah, this is not something you've been practicing. Like sexting as well. To. Sexting. Absolutely. And then talking about safety and talking about how to find someone who's appropriate, setting boundaries, all of these kinds of things, really important for women to reach out and talk to each other about. So this group is, is completely confidential, it's private, it's unlisted. If there's any women out there who want to be part of this group, please do contact me at venus at venuscuckoldress.com. And there's uh, just a verification process and then I can add you to the group and it's absolutely wonderful. So please do reach out. And husbands out there, if you know your wife would need something like this or would benefit from this, which I'm telling you she will, then... (laughs) Pass along that information to her because it is absolutely so valuable to have that group of people, friends, mentors to help you through this process and and help you feel really good about yourself. Okay, so that's going to be it for today's episode. Before 
I round this out, I just want to ask uh, Lana Rose to let everybody know where we could find more about how about your podcast and also about how to contact you. Hi, yeah, well, thank you for that. So my podcast, you can find via links on my website, which is www.thelanarose34e.com. And yes, 34E is my breast size. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's why that's in there. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram, the Lana Rose 34E. And also you can join my Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the Lana Rose 34E. Um, it's just building up my podcast and I'll be sharing some pictures of nice hot wifing dates I've been on and behind the scenes of my life. And also... There's a sexy story of myself and Venus where we gave a really special bull a very good birthday treat. Damn, that was hot. Okay, oh, yeah. That was that, a good night. <laughs> that was that was a lot of fun. So, and you you go into a lot of detail about that. That was uh that was really good. So, Chloe missed out on that night unfortunately, but it was epic and yeah, this bull of mine who's hot and sexy as Fuck. And can kiss, yeah. ladies. He can, can kiss. kiss. He can fuck. He can do it all. Um, <laughs> yes, he can. Yeah. So it was his birthday. I decided to give him a special present of myself and two other hot, sexy women and a hotel room. So yeah, it was a good time. So <laughs> thank you for you. the invite. Yeah. And yeah. Of course. <laughs> Sharing is caring. <laughs> That's my motto. <laughs> anyway, if you want to hear the details of that story, you can, yeah, hit her up on her Patreon because that was that was crazy hot. I listened to it and it's just like, woo. Yeah, it's good times. Anyway, thank you so much, ladies, for joining me for this really interesting and important episode today about increasing women's confidence. And fellas, I hope you fucking took notes because you do play a huge role in this as far as increasing her confidence, but also making sure you you approach this in the right way. All right, that's going to be it for today's episode. Thank you so much for joining me today. Make sure you go to venuscuckledress.com. That's where you can subscribe to the podcast as well as ask a question for the show. You can also get access to the Venus Vault and information about Pillow Talk events. There's so much there. Also, you can tune in to FullSwapRadio.com every Tuesday to listen to the Venus Cuckoldress podcast at 5 p.m. and 11 p.m. Central Time. That's FullSwapRadio.com. And last but not least, make sure you follow me on Twitter. My handle is at V. That's it for this episode. We'll see you next time.
Can you believe it's been four years since I first started this podcast? And looking back, I had no idea that this would be my full-time job. I love the work that I do. And it's because of you, the listeners, and your support that I'm able to do this. So right now, if you join the Helpful Cuck tier, you get tons of benefits. My favorite ones are the private one-to-one chat every month. You also get access to my private Snapchat group, weekly live hangouts with me on Crowdcast. I love those. And you get juicy bonus episodes. There's key holding. There's video replays of the Pillow Talk events. And there's also access to my private community on the Moan app. So join right now. You can use the promo code CUCKLOVE2024 for 15% off your Helpful Cuck membership at venuscuckoldress.com.